All right, good evening, Grace Point. Welcome back uh, to another Thursday night. Uh, Father, bless our, our hearing and our speaking tonight. I trust you to do it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I'm going to move on. I've taught enough out of this story, and I've taught a lot about authority. We'll have opportunity maybe to dig in a little bit deeper in that. But let's go ahead and move on to the calling of Matthew in verse 9, chapter 9 of Matthew. Jesus went out from there. He saw a man named Matthew sitting on the tax collector booth. And Jesus said to him, follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors, sinners, came with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his followers, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have come to call the sinners. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners unto repentance. Some good stuff here. Okay, first of all, I think it's powerful. Have you ever thought, we just read this stuff sometimes, just kind of brush over things. Have you ever thought just the fact that this guy is setting at the receipt of customs or he's taking taxes, and obviously Jesus has a reputation. Have you ever thought about the anointing on Jesus to be able to walk up to somebody and just say, follow me? And they got up and followed him. I don't know if you watch The Chosen or not, but I think The Chosen is really a good show, and it shows Jesus calling all these people, and it shows how he called Matthew. And Matthew lived for money. He was living for riches and stuff, but there was something about Jesus that just captivated him. He saw the miracles. He knew that Jesus was special. Of course, Jesus prayed all night long uh, before he called his disciples. He'd be praying and Obviously, he was being led by the Holy Spirit in his selection, but everyone he called like this, well, in fact, there were people Jesus called that didn't follow him. We know that. I don't know if we'll get into that uh, later or not, but there were people Jesus called that didn't follow him. But all these people that followed him, there must have been something in Jesus that just drew people because this guy got up and followed him. Do you think it's possible to follow Jesus like that now? Do you think it's possible to hear the Lord's voice like that now? Many people, they have a high value on the written word, and which rightfully so, they should, we should. And they'll say, yeah, Jesus speaks to us through his word, and he does. I just talked about the word as long as it's alive, it's not a dead letter. The living word discerns our hearts and our intentions. So that is one way, yes, we can absolutely Hear from God now in the Word. I mean the living Word. I don't mean getting yourself back under law and trying to obey every jot and tittle of something, you know, just under a mental construct. But I mean the living Word, the bread of life coming to us as we're feeding on it. Absolutely, we can hear God's voice in that Word, can't we? Remember I talked about a few weeks back how when Jesus discerned their thoughts in Hebrews chapter 4, it says the Word of God discerns our thoughts and Jesus was that living word. Peter called it a lively oracle, a living oracle. So yes, through the word of God, God can discern our hearts. He can speak to us. But also, the Spirit speaks. Paul in the book of Timothy, 
Paul says that in the Spirit speaks expressly. The Spirit says this in the book of Acts when uh, Peter was called to go to Cornelius, it said, the Spirit bade me go. Don't ask any questions. Isn't that something? In fact, also when he had the vision and the unclean animals were being dropped down in his sight in the vision, the Spirit told him, rise, Peter, kill and eat. The Spirit spoke to him. And there are many examples of the Spirit speaking. So, so can we follow Jesus now? Absolutely, 100%. We can follow Jesus now, just like the early disciples followed Him. We're not able to follow Him flesh and blood. You know, Jesus came in the flesh. He died. He was buried. He rose but He sent His Holy Spirit to live in us and to dwell in us, and now we can be led by the Spirit in many, many different ways. The Spirit can show us what sin is. The Spirit can reveal the Word of God. We can have a spirit of revelation. The Spirit uh, can pour faith into us. The Spirit can operate in many different ways, and Jesus can speak to us through the Spirit, just like He did then. I want to suggest to you, if the Lord isn't speaking to you in some level like that, you are crippling your walk with the Lord. Just as sure as Jesus told Matthew to follow me, I remember when I was at a church, and that pastor got up there and said, you know, you're a sinner and you're away from God. You need to give your life to God. You need to come down here, give your life to God. I heard the Spirit and the Spirit was saying, that's true. <laughs> you need to give your life to God. You need to follow Jesus. You need... And I did. I did. I listened to the Spirit. I went down that altar. I gave my life to the Lord. I got filled with the Holy Spirit, and God did wonderful things for me. But even in my life now, I'm going to go out and eat lunch today. I'm going to go do things today. When I do things, I am always, or I want to always be listening to the Spirit. I can give you many, many, many different testimonies of things I've done just out walking around in my daily life because the Spirit told me to. The Spirit can tell you how to invest your money. The Spirit can tell you where to get a job. When you meet a young lady, young man, the Spirit can tell you right away if she's the one for you. I remember there were two different women when I was single that they were really great women. And I started to date both those women. And uh, they were both good Christian sisters. And the Lord told me no. The Spirit told me no. To this day, especially on the one, I have no idea why the Lord told me no for that person. All I know is, is when I came back to Ohio, came back to Newark, I reacquainted myself with my current wife, and that was the best decision I ever made on the earth was to uh, date and marry Pam. He didn't want me with those two. He already had someone picked out for me. But I did listen to the Spirit when I started dating, and he told me no. Some of us don't listen, and we pay dearly for it. But he'll speak to you in every avenue of your life. And certainly, when we're going out day to day, the Lord can show us how to bless people. He's told me to give people money before. He's told me not to give people money before. He's, you know, just, he can lead us in our, in our daily. He can teach me how to pray. He can teach me how to ask things. When I set up my budget... Every week when I get my pay and I pay my bills and do so, I give my tithes and 
I'm always asking the Lord what He wants me to do. I'm always trying to listen. Lord, where do you want me to give? I listen to God in my finances. God, what do you want me to give? What do you want me to do? Because God's my source. When I go out, I told the story about Planet Fitness, about this guy that I walked up to and, and talked to, and now we're supposed to you know, get coffee together and talk. I've had many examples where the Lord said, go talk to this person or go do this or go do that. And I did it and it was very, very fruitful. So what am I saying? I'm saying just like Jesus walked on the earth and he spoke to people, he wants to speak to you in your daily life. And it doesn't have to be super, uh, like the super mystical. I don't hear voices, people. I think I very rarely ever heard like a voice. When I say Jesus talks to me, it's all, I always almost say like it's the non-voice. All of a sudden, like if I look at somebody, the Lord doesn't say anything to me verbally. I just know on the inside that I'm supposed to talk to Him. The Spirit somehow drops it into me, and I have a knowledge, hey, I'm supposed to, to go talk to that person. I didn't hear a thing. I just had a knowing drop into me. There was a knowing that, that dropped into me. Uh, I see a ministry, and I'm drawn to that ministry, and I know that, okay, this is the one I'm supposed to give to, or someone comes up to me, and they have a financial need, and I have what they need, and there's a compassion in me, or a leaning toward them. I can feel in the spirit, I have peace, I'm supposed to, so I'm being sensitive. When we're born again, our spiritual faculties are open back up. We have spiritual ears, don't we? Come on. I'm not going to get very far on this lesson today. I can see I'm going to have to discover this. Follow me, Jesus said. We can still follow Jesus. We have spiritual ears. We can hear in the Spirit. We have spiritual eyes. We can see in the Spirit. Our hearts are born again. We are reconnected to God. We can expect to, be, to hear from God. You don't have to make it up or try to. It should come natural for the believer. We do have to learn to walk. We do have to learn to to walk in the Spirit. There's a trial and error sometimes as we're learning, but we can learn these things. We can learn to live and move and have our being in the Spirit, and we should. Even in our prayer, prayer should not just be, you know, just speaking to the Lord or asking the Lord for things. The Lord should be speaking into our life. I'll end it right here. I'm going to end this. I'm talking about following Jesus right now in the 21st century. Last night, Pam went to, uh, to a class she had, and I was home alone, and I put in this video that I've been wanting to watch about the presence of God. And this speaker, it was a woman, she got up and she was talking about certain things, and she mentioned a few things, and when she spoke those things, I knew that the Spirit was speaking those things to me. She talked about what it took to follow Jesus, what it took to do miracles, what it took to walk in the presence of God. And she said some stuff. And when she spoke those things, when she spoke them, I knew immediately. I had tears in my eyes, but the tears weren't why I knew. I just knew what she said corresponded to my life. It corresponded to my prayers. It corresponded to where I was at. And I knew that God was using this person to speak to me. Which people come into church all the time and the God will give the pastor a word. He'll put something on his heart, and people just ignore it a lot of times. Just ignore what the preacher's... If that preacher is preaching the word and he's praying, God is pouring into your pastor. If he's, preach, if he's praying and he's spending time in the word, 
God is pouring into your pastor things that you need to hear. Doesn't matter if you even like him or not. Doesn't matter if he irritates you. <laughs> okay. He may irritate you. But if he's your pastor, God is going to use him to pastor you. That's why he's a pastor. He's going to pour things into him to help you. So God will speak to you also through men and women of God. There's many, many different ways that God will speak to us and we can follow him. I'll end here. The word says if we ask God for wisdom, he's going to give it to us and he'll speak to us in countless ways. We can follow Jesus by the Spirit in the 21st century. Okay, I'll just end right there and we'll pick up next week.